Uh, the reading today is taken from the Lion's Storyteller Bible, and this is called Jonah the Groaner. Jonah was a groaner. That's right, a groaner. So when God told him to go to Nineveh and tell the people who lived there to change their evil ways, what did Jonah do? Jonah groaned. Not Nineveh, he groaned anywhere but Nineveh. The people who live there are our enemies. And when he'd stopped groaning, Jonas bought himself a ticket. A ticket for a boat ride. A boat ride that would take him far away from Nineveh. God listened to Jonah groan. God watched him buy the ticket. But God still wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh. So when the boat reached the deepest part of the sea, God sent a storm. God help us, cried a sailor. We're sinking. God save us, another cried. We're tipping over. God must be very angry, cried the captain, with someone here on board. And what did Jonah do? That's right. Jonah groaned. It's me, Jonah groaned. I'm the one God's angry with. He told me to go to Nineveh and here I am sailing in the opposite direction. Throw me into the sea and your troubles will be over. God forgive us, the sailors cried as they tossed Jonah into the water. And almost at once, the sea grew calm. Oh dear, Jonah groaned, I'm sinking. Oh no, Jonah groaned, I'm going to drown. Oh no, Jonah groaned, that's the biggest fish I've ever seen. And before he could groan another groan, the fish opened its mouth and swallowed Jonah up. It was God who sent the fish to rescue Jonah and to give him time to think. He had plenty to groan about, of course. This fish's slimy stomach, the seaweed. But Jonah was still alive and that was something to cheer about. So Jonah stopped his groaning and said a prayer. I was sinking, Lord. I was drowning, but you saved me. So now I will do whatever you want. Three days later, the fish spat Jonah up on a beach and Jonah kept his promise. He went straight to Nineveh and told the people that God wanted them to change their evil ways. Forty days is all you've got, he warned them. And if you haven't changed by then, God will destroy your city. Oh, he's a cheerful bloke, isn't he? The people of Nineveh listened. The people of Nineveh wept. Then the people of Nineveh changed. From the king right down to the poorest slave, they decided to do what was right. And what did Jonah do? Jonah groaned. He sat himself down in the shadow of a tree and he groaned. I knew this would happen, he groaned. You're a loving God who loves to forgive, but I still don't like the people of Nineveh and I wish they'd been destroyed. Jonah fell asleep groaning and during the night, God sent a worm to kill the tree. When Jonah woke, he groaned more than ever. The tree is dead, he groaned, and now I've got no shade. Oh, Jonah, sighed God. You cry about this tree, but you care nothing for the people of Nineveh. I want you to love them like I do. And finally, God added, I want you to stop your groaning. Oh.
Let's think about Jonah. Jonah is one of my favourite characters in the Bible because he's got a lot going for him, hasn't he, Jonah? He is the most successful prophet in history. The most successful prophet in history. He starts out wrong, but later he gets it right. I love that. And you always know what he's thinking. He is an open book. If you're one of those people who... You know, you're talking and no poker face, your face just falls when you get some bad news. That's Jonah. And Jonah is also my favourite kind of book because it's very short. And the way Sarah read it then, it reminded me a bit of Mr Jelly. Have you read Mr Jelly? Wonderful book. I recommend Mr Jelly. Uh, A man who is very uh, paralysed by his own anxiety, Mr Jelly. Uh, And Jonah, we've heard that he's a groaner. This morning we're going to think about Jonah's journey with God and I'm going to need somebody's help. Can I have a volunteer? First hand up. So Jordan is my Jonah, not very difficult because of J-O. Now we need to, you're going to have to be very expressive for this, Jordan. Can you be expressive for me? Good, he can. We know hardly anything about Jonah. He is a mystery. The book begins with God sending him to preach the message in Nineveh, the capital city of Assyria, which was the major superpower of the day. They were God's enemies. They didn't like God. They didn't believe in God. They did not do what he wanted. So Jonah decides, so Nineveh, if Nineveh's over by the piano, Jonah decides he's not going to Nineveh. No, he is going in the opposite direction on a ship headed for Tarshish. Head in the opposite direction. There you go. Off he goes. At the other end of the Mediterranean, probably near Gibraltar. Uh, Very nice, Gibraltar. You get to see monkeys. That's the very first bit of our story. God tells Jonah what to do. He does exactly the opposite. Can you relate to this so far? I think you probably can. Uh, But God is not going to be foiled by Jonah. He sends a terrible storm to stop the ship. You need to look a bit seasick. There he is. He's He's getting seasick. The sailors know that something's up. They draw lots. It turns out that the storm is Jonah's fault. Jonah feels sad. Can I have his sad face? He's sad. He decides the only way. Yeah, it's sadder than that. Come on. There we go. Jonah is sad. He decides the only way to save everyone is to put himself back in God's hands, so he lets the sailors throw him overboard. There he goes. (laughs) Down he goes into the water, the storm dies down, and God sends a great fish, please note, not a whale necessarily, just a very big fish, to swallow him, and he survives. Here's Jonah surviving. Very good. That is the second bit of our story. Jonah... puts himself back into God's hands. Now, Jonah is inside the great fish for three days and three nights. We don't hear a great deal about his experience, but we know that it's true because other people have survived three days inside a big fish. Did you know that? I did not know that. Uh, People have survived that. And they came out and said, "What what a wonderful experience it was. No, they didn't. Pretty grim, I think. Uh, He is inside for three days, three nights. That is a lot of time to think about things. And he realises that God is rescuing him so that he will do what God asks. Let's see if we can get that from... Yes, there we go. He's realised that. That's good. That is the third bit of our story. Jonah is restored by God 
and has a fresh start. Now, if you want to read the book of Jonah, these four little sections are very handily in four very short chapters, so it's a very easy read. So, God starts all over again with Jonah. He tells him to go to Nineveh, and this time, there he goes, he is heading at speed towards Nineveh, and this is where he becomes the most successful prophet in history. Because when he goes to Nineveh, this enormous city, it takes three days to get from one side to the other. Everyone in the entire city turns to God and says, sorry, it is a remarkable scene. The fourth bit of our story, Jonah does what God tells him to do and becomes a huge success. The end, fantastic story, brilliant, wonderful, isn't life great? Uh, that should be the end of the story but it isn't. And here's where Jonah's story gets really complicated because Jonah is not celebrating. He is not delighted at how good God's been. He is not pleased with being the most successful prophet in history. He is not throwing a party. He is fuming. He's furious. Look, there he is, furious. <laughs> furious, Jonah is. I knew you'd do this, said Jonah. You are so kind and forgiving. I knew you would forgive the evil people of Nineveh, and that's not okay, because they are properly evil and horrible. Jonah is so furious, he wants to die. He stomps out of Nineveh. There he is, stomping. He goes and sits in the desert in the heat of the day. Then God grows a vine next to Jonah, which shelters him from the heat of the sun. Jonah is delighted about the vine. If you're in the desert, it's very nice to have a bit of shelter, isn't it? But then God sends a little worm which eats the vine and the vine dies. And Jonah's furious again. He wants to die again. That is the last section of our story. Jonah is angry with God for what he's done. And you heard that bit at the very end of the story. God says to Jonah, look, you're angry about this stupid vine which grew up in a day and it's, gonna die, it's died in a day. What about all those people who I love and all the animals in Nineveh? Why are you not caring about them? And that's where we're left with Jonah. We never know whether he changes his mind, whether he's okay, whether he gets a, you know, gets a bit hot, needs some water, I don't know what. But that's the end of Jonah's story. Jonah is going to sit down and get a big round of applause. <laughs>